Camera speed. Sound production. Take one. Roll sound. Sound production. Take two. And action. Alright guys, welcome back to Life of Pike. Tonight I continue my journey through the Scream universe. Originally I was going to cover all six, but since I am a little pressed for time because I want to get through the some of the Halloween movies and some of the Nightmare on Elm Street and some of the Friday 13th, I want to cover everybody's favorite, you know, slasher films because it is spooky season. So if you're new to this channel, welcome. My name is Pyung. You can call me Paul, whichever you would like. I'm your host. And on this channel, I like to cover films. Sometimes it's solo, sometimes I have guests. It just depends on how everything lines up with people's lives and schedules. So if you're new, welcome. If you're returning, thank you for coming back. Feel free to give a thumbs up to this video or hit subscribe. Or if you're listening online, be sure to hit that five star. Helps me, helps the channel. All right, so Scream number two. This one came out in 19, let's see, we got here, we got 1997, a couple years after the first one. So this is a direct sequel to the original one. We have three or four, I think we have four of the original cast coming back. We still got, we got Nev Campbell as Cindy Prescott, got Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers. We have David Arquette, AKA Dewey, who plays the sheriff. As we remember from the last one, he gets stabbed, so he's walking around a little bit of a limp in this one. You got Lee Shriver, who is the accused murder that Sidney Prescott accused of murdering her mother. He is back. And then we also have Jamie Kennedy returning as Randy. Randy's role in this film is almost exactly the same as it was in the last film. So basically in this one, he kind of breaks down how to survive direct sequels. Because in the first one, he tells you how to survive a horror movie. So... What I like that they did with this one is is that, again, it, it's a horror movie, so it's a slasher film, as we all know. So, that's all covered. Sydney's off in college now, and she's there with Randy. And um, one, of the, one of the first scenes we have is actually a really cool little fun scene. It is almost like a movie within a movie, which I liked how they did this. They call it Stab. And it's Jada Pinkett Smith with Omar Epps, and they are on a date. And like I saw like a video like I guess they like someone caught and they never actually paid for their tickets going into the film, which I thought was kind of funny because I did not notice that. So and again it's stab and everyone gets a little scream ghost face mask if you will. So she's all pissed off because she's like this is just a bunch of stupid people getting stabbed and dumb and and everything and she basically she's not happy that her boyfriend or date took her to a horror movie. And so she sits there while he goes out to get drinks and everything. And of course, you got everyone in theater running around, popcorn and stuff. And, and then he ends up going to the bathroom. And we have our first kill. Our first kill is Omar Epps. He, his death is actually very brutal. He thinks he hears people in the stall next to him. And he gets a knife through the skull, which I thought was actually a pretty cool way to get your first kill. I did keep a kill chart. Maybe I missed one or two, but then of course you you fast forward a little bit. Ghostface, of course, sits down in Omar F's cost and clothes. Jada Pinkett Smith thinks it's him, and he ends up stabbing her in the middle of the theater, and no one even bats an eye because I think it's all part of the show. And I also love that they have a shot for shot 
of the first film, but instead of Drew being, being Drew Barrymore, it's Heather Graham. So I love what they did. I love what they did that. And then of course we also, and like this cast is loaded. Like I'm gonna list off the names of people that I found that I recognize in this film. I named a couple already. Again, you got Sydney, you got Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, Lee Schreiber, Sarah Michelle Geller, Joshua Jackson, Timothy Oliphant, Jamie Kenny, Jerry O'Connell, Omar Epps, and Jada Pinkus Smith. This cast is loaded top to bottom. So as we know, like I said, Sydney goes to college, and all of a sudden the killer strikes again. She sees it on the news. And of course she goes to find Jamie Kenny, aka Randy, because apparently they decided they're going to go to the same college together at some point. And you actually get a scene of Jamie Kennedy in a film class arguing with people about films and whatnot, which is like perfect for his character, Randy, I thought. And of course, he's arguing with Timothy Oliphant and Joshua Jackson. I think this is the only scene you actually see Joshua Jackson in, but I may be wrong, so do not quote me on that. Again, I've only seen this film once, so I may have missed a few things here and there. Of course, Sydney's got a boyfriend now, Derek, played by Jerry O'Connell. And basically, just chaos ensues. Ghostface comes back. He's coming to get Sydney. So, of course, Gail Weather shows up on campus because all the murder's back. And she's going to write another book off of it. Dewey's there. He's limping around because he has nerve damage in the back from his stab wounds from the first one. And so, of course, he's not having it with Gail Weathers. Nev Campbell's character, uh, Sydney, is not having Gail Weathers. Because Gail Weathers tries to get like a one-on-one -on -one interview with Cotton on campus in front of all these people. It's like a big spectacle. And of course, so we fast forward a little bit. Sydney is like going to a college party, doesn't really want to go, but her new girlfriend's like, let's just go. So they go to this party. It's a big, it's a college frat party, whatever. And um, of course, Sarah Michelle Geller. She's in this, just like her part is so small, which I think is kind of cool in this film. I actually really like that you had like some like, obviously well-known or known actors in the 90s. I mean, Joshua Jackson, you know, a lot of people know him from like the Mighty Duck stuff. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, you know, I Know What You Did Last Summer films. Um, uh, I think Buffy the Vampire Slayer, she might, might have been a little before that. I'm not really sure that looking up the timelines. So she ends up playing like this girl. She's like a sorority girl. She's like, oh, I'm staying home in case one of the sisters gets too drunk. I have to go pick him up. So of course, Ghostface is gonna go after her. And like her death scene is, is pretty brutal. Um, I believe she is the third kill in this film. And I think he just throws her off a balcony and you hear the splat, which is like really, ugh. It's just like, it's pretty gory. So. They, they, they do a really good job in this film of not really holding back on the, on the gore, I guess, and the blood against the slasher film. They shouldn't. So, so of course, everyone's freaking out. And then we fast forward a little bit. Ghostface is still on his rampage. Um, Jerry O'Connell actually gets attacked by Ghostface. Derek gets attacked by Ghostface after he attacks Sydney in the house. So it's our first, I think our first, our, I think it's our first showdown with Ghostface and Sydney in this film and then of course she gets away attacks Derek Derek gets his arm sliced open but of course Sydney's already suspicious that 
this could be Ghostface. He got only got cut. So she tells him he needs to go away, and he refuses to do that. Sings a weird song. Sings I think I love you in front of the whole cafeteria. Super weird scene. Um, and so of course then she's like practicing. She's like in theater now, and it look we can't tell if she's dream if she's like seeing things or freaking out. It looks like Ghostface tries to attack her in the middle of a of a practice scene in the theater. And of course Derek's there again. Bad timing. She tells him to go away again. So it's the second time she's been attacked. And so then he then he ends up giving her his like Greek letters. Apparently it's a Greek thing. I don't know. I wasn't in a, I wasn't a frat. Maybe it is the thing, maybe it isn't. So he gets carried away and put on like an altar thingy as like a sacrificial guy cuz he gave away his letters. You can't do that apparently in this film. And so Sydney gets taken away of police protection with her and her girlfriend. Meanwhile, Gail and Dewey are again, I mean, I'm just kind of skipping around, guys. I'm not going scene for scene. That would just take way too long. So, because then, of course, you have Courtney Cox, Gail Weathers, and Dewey, played by Dave Arquette. I don't know if they were married at this point or not. I'm not really sure, to be honest. Again, I would have to look that up, and I really don't think you guys care too much either way. So, they go and break into the college. <laughs> again, a cop, former cop. I don't know if he's still a cop until I forget. I think he is. And then, of course, they start making out just out of the. They, she apologized for being rude and they start making all of a sudden Ghostface starts playing video footage oh wait I completely skipped over the part where Randy gets murdered that's my bad uh, so Randy gets murdered out in the open in broad daylight the killer calls his phone he's talked to him on the phone call him a piece of whatever like you're a punk you're a bitch like all these just just basically just riling this guy up and eventually he gets pulled into the van and he gets stabbed I think he's killed number four and of course, like I said, we'll fast forward to the whole college scene. And they're they're in there, and Ghostface, you know, is basically showing like, hey, I got all of your video footage from the other day with the cameraman from the view of your news car. So Dave Rokai sees that and he runs up there, <laughs> no weapons, tries to fight off Ghostface. He gets stabbed again multiple times in front of Gale. And Gail gets trapped in a sound, and like it looks like a mute, like a music studio or something like that. There's a bunch of like padded walls. So eventually he goes away, and we go over to Sydney. She's with two cops. She's like, "Oh, you're super protected." And all of a sudden, Ghostface chops up, stabs one of the cops through the window, kills the one. I think that's kill number five, I believe. Again, if I missed a couple, I apologize, but I think we're at five right now. And then. They cut, one cop tries to drive away with him on the car, and Ghostface reaches in, and he's some, all of a sudden Ghostface is like driving, because he rips the guy out of the car, and then he's driving, and then drives into a construction zone, killing another cop, gets a spear through the back of his head. So I think that's kill number six. And then we don't get our next kill till damn near the end of the movie at this point. Uh, we flash forward to. Um, Basically, Sydney's been pushed into her old, into her like her acting studio or whatever, or acting hall. I forget what they, what, what you want to call it, whatever. And then we finally get Ghostface face to face, and we finally get the big reveal. And surprise, surprise, is Timothy Oliphant, Mickey. I believe he was. I believe he was Sarah Michelle Gellar's boyfriend in this film. Or he was someone's boyfriend. I forget off the top of my head again. Not super important. 
But honestly, I was surprised at him. I definitely thought it was Derek the whole time. I thought they were going to go back to back with it, which I'm glad they did not. And then he reveals that he didn't do this by himself. And of course, the door opens and it's Mrs. Loomis, Billy Loomis's mom. Uh, of course, as you remember, Billy Loomis was the killer, one of the killers in the first one. And of course, uh, Neff Campbell, a.k.a. Sidney Prescott, is shocked and surprised that this is happening again and like why she's so mad of course and she's been in throughout the movie bugging Gail Weathers about interviews for a book and everything you don't really realize who it is until you get the big reveal at the end then of course Timothy Oliphant ends up killing Derek right in front of Sydney because he's still like hooked up to like the star thing that he was taking away with his frat brother so I think that's kill number seven like I mean I believe that's Ghostface's final kill because we end up having like a double cross thing here at the end, which I kind of liked, which is the same thing as the first one, essentially. Uh, Loomis, Mrs. Loomis shoots and kills Timothy Oliphant. Again, if I'm butchering his last name, I do apologize. That's how I've always said it, so. And then you get like, she's like the whole big spiel, and she has the gun on, and then of course, Cotton shows up, and you know, Sydney agrees to do, you know, the uh, the big interview so he can be famous and whatnot. He ends up shooting Mrs. Loomis. And then, of course, the character comes back from the Timmy Olyphant, jumps back up, screaming. And then I think uh, Nev Campbell's character shoots him like three or four times. And then basically, like, it's over. I think Courtney Cox gets shot in the butt in that scene or in the leg or something. She falls into, like, the choir pit. And so... Again, I'm just skimming through it. Overall, I thoroughly enjoyed this film. I really did. Um, it's my first time really diving into the Scream series. It's a new thing for me is getting to these slasher films. I've always been a big fan of the Halloween series, but it took me a couple years to get into. So, I mean, I'm just dri now diving into, like, Scream, Nightmare on Elm Street, Jason. Uh, I've never watched any of the Chuckies either. So, again, I have a lot of, like, just great slasher films to cover on here. And eventually I will be working in some guests. I'm working on booking a couple right now for future episodes. So, um, yeah. So I'm, I wasn't going to say I wasn't going to do all the screens, but there's like six of them. So I'm going to do like number three will be the last one. Then I'm going to jump into like the first couple Halloweens. Then after that, I'll probably jump into Friday the 13th series, Nightmare on Elm Street. But next week I may just do Friday the 13th since next week is Friday the 13th. So, so be on the lookout for that. So they may be these may be out of order in a release date just because how could I not do Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th? So again, I'm going to cover the Jasons, the Freddies, the Chuckies, Ghostface, all of your favorite slasher killers, uh, Michael. So again, be on the lookout for that. Thank you guys again so much for um, for the listens, the likes, and subscribes here on YouTube, on Instagram, Twitter. You know, I'm on all of them on Facebook. So feel free, again, to uh, like, subscribe, comment. Again, helps me, helps the channel grow. And I will talk to you all next time here at the Life of Pi.